Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Creative Control with Vish Khan. Hey, I'm back, and you're back. The show is back. No shows last week. That was strange. That was that's never happened since I started the show. There's always been. Wait, maybe I took a break in December. Never mind. Maybe it's not completely unprecedented. I took a holidays off, but first time since for and it's a long time. There hasn't been an episode, and I'm sorry. But uh, I was working in Toronto all last week on a, on a big radio show, and the hours were long. I was up at 5 a.m., I was home at 7 p.m. most days, and I just didn't have time. I'm sorry. But I'm back, and we have new new episodes. In fact, this episode is one of those new episodes. John Carter Cash is on the program to talk about his dad, Johnny Cash, a little bit about his mom, June Carter Cash, uh, both of whom have passed away, and both of whom... Uh, were a tremendous influence on my life, and uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Johnny Cash in particular, and I got to see him once, live, and it was very exciting, and I'm excited. And there's a new Johnny Cash record that came out. It's a uh, sort of unearthed material that, uh, that John Carter Cash discovered, um, and the album is called Out Among the Stars. It was recorded... Uh, at sessions in 1981 and 1984, you'll hear more about it, obviously, in just a little bit. But I'm excited about the. the to, I'm excited to talk to John Carter Cash about this, and for you to hear it. And I'm excited to play you a song from this album, "Out Among the Stars," on this episode. It's a short interview. I didn't have a lot of time with him, but you get a song and, and other stuff too. So here it is: myself and John Carter Cash in conversation. Enjoy. This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening Philomena, American Hustle, The Great Beauty, La Dolce Vita, Omar, August Osage County, and more. At the E-Bar, Nicholas Ruddick launches his new novel, How Lavetta Got Her Baby, on Thursday, March 20th. That's in the evening. And in the bookstore this Saturday, March 22nd at 11 a.m., Kelly Alexander reads from her new work, My Year Off Men. The Bookshelf is an independently owned culture hub located at 41 
Quebec Street in Guelph. Visit bookshelf.ca for more information. I asked Hank Snow if he wrote I'm Moving On. He said, yes, I wrote it all. That big eight wheel rolling down the track means your true loving daddy ain't coming back. I'm moving on. I'll soon be gone. You were flying too high for my little old sky, so I'm moving on. John Carter Cash is an accomplished American record producer, children's author, and musician. He is the only child of the late legendary couple June Carter and Johnny Cash, whom he often worked with both in the studio and out on the road. And he recently discovered a treasure trove of unreleased, neglected music featuring his parents. On March 25th, Columbia Records' Legacy imprint will release one of these finds, a stirring and strong Johnny Cash album uh, recorded by Billy Shirell over sessions in 1981 and 1984. The record is called Out Among the Stars, and here now to discuss it further is its compiler and founder, John Carter Cash. Uh, Hello, John. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Definitely good to talk to you about this. I'm, I'm very well. Thank you for your time. Now, where in the world are you, first of all? Uh, right now, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. Th- this is my home. I've made it my home for my whole life. So, uh, I'm a, I'm an old Nashville veteran. <laughs> well, that's great. Things are well in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. It's, it's a beautiful day. We're warming up a little bit, so it's not bad at all. All right, excellent, excellent. Now, this will mean very little to you, but I had the good fortune of seeing uh, you perform with your parents at Massey Hall in 1996. Oh. I was 19 years old. Wow meant the world to me i was a I, I am and i was a huge uh, fan of your your family's work so yeah, i remember that show you remember I, that show yeah I remember, yeah I remember that night yeah i sure do now what what uh, what resonates with you about that evening uh, I, well not too much but I, I remember the performance i remember the backstage area i remember the show itself and i mean we play hundred we played hundreds of shows a year sometimes but uh but yeah, no, I, I definitely remember that evening. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it was a great one, and it's something I'll never forget for sure. Now, I, I wonder if you can first of all tell us uh, how you found this album, Out Among the Stars, because I think it's a unique story. Well, my parents, uh, they were sort of pack rats. They, they never threw anything away, and all through their, uh, their, their time together, they stored away the various things in a, in a vault. They're often... Um, and it, it was a random collection at some in some ways, I mean, there were like the keys to every city in North America, you know, that were put in this vault. There were, um, I mean, there was a, a camel saddle from Saudi Arabia. I mean, it was it was a, an amazing collection of artifacts and random things. But but among this were hundreds of audio tapes, uh, two inch reels, twenty four track tapes, and um, you know, and some mixtapes also. And and on these tapes, I mean, were were my parents' life and their history that they created together. Um, I mean, there were the, the eight-track recordings from the original Johnny Cash show. I mean, there was so much there. Hmm. <laughs> and it was within these, you know, th- these these tapes, we found a lot of great treasures, a lot, a lot of beautiful recording, um, things that my dad did, just him and the guitar back in the 70s, that was for, sort of foreshadowing what he would do later with Rick Rubin. Right. Um, lots of gospel recordings. I mean, so much that, that was there. And 
you know, Dad's dedication and spirit to his artistry was sort of chronicled within within these findings. Um, you know, I, I think that Columbia knew of this of these recordings. I'm, I'm, of course, they did, but literally, they were put on the back shelf and they were forgotten. Um, and and then suddenly, they're out in the forefront. We're looking at this body of work that Dad did with Billy Sherrill, and we're like, this is a beautiful record. This is something that needs to come out that people need to hear. That Dad would have wanted people to hear. I was just going to say that you mentioned that uh, Columbia put it on the back shelf. I'm just curious, and I, I know you need to be diplomatic about this, but what does that story or that aspect of the story tell us about Columbia's vision or maybe lack thereof when it came to your dad's music in the yeah. 80, in the in the 80s? Like, what does that tell us? Well, you know, I mean, Columbia pretty much at this at this point wasn't interested in Johnny Cash in 1984. Uh, they didn't. They didn't know what to do with with Dad as an established, long-standing artist. Um, they didn't have a vision for him. They didn't, you know. And 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 I mean, nowadays, in retrospect, we look back and we see the whole picture. And we go, I mean, the guys at, at Sony are like, you know, it's the worst decision that we made that we ever made. <laughs> you know, our predecessors ever made. And I think they're well aware of that now. Um, but you know, I mean. Um, you know, it was an urban cowboy phase and all these things. And they were trying to figure out what to do with an artist like Johnny Cash. Um, but his, I mean, his spirit of creativity was still there, still endured. It was so strong. Yeah. And it's very evident when we listen to these recordings. Yeah, and I, I also was struck by the fact that, you know, I'm very familiar with every area of your dad's work, but it always strikes me that his voice is, is always kind of rises above the production but like whatever whatever era he's working in, his voice is always there, and you can hear it in everything. He's it is phrasing like it's all just it's him. It's the essence of him is there. But how would you compare the kind of what I would describe as kind of '80s lushness versus the sparseness that he went on to explore with Rick Rubin in those recordings? Well, I think it's all a viable part of his career. You know where he was. He was searching. He was trying to figure out what to do, and he was with the producer that had this certain sound you know, this national sound. And, and so that's there, and we didn't want to take away from that. You know, we wanted to exhibit that and show that and be proud of the music that, that he made. <laughs> but we had a chance to go in and record some new, new music for these recordings. What a blessing that did. Marty Stewart played the original guitars on these recordings, mm -hmm. and I heard it, and I said, Marty, your guitar playing now is better. Why don't you come in and play guitar um, and, and replace your old guitar? And he did, and he replaced mandolin also. And so there's, there is some new music that has been put on these recordings, but for the most part, try to stay true to it because, because it is, it, it's, you know, I mean, it's great. It's, it's a wonderful production. It's powerful, you know, and I, we didn't want to take away from it. So right. hopefully when the listener hears it, you know, it's seamless. That's what I'm praying for. What to you are the biggest revelations on this record uh, for, for yourself as, a, as someone who knows your, your family materials so well, but also <laughs> if you can be objective, like what do you think a fan... Uh, listening here will most be surprised by. You know, um, I, I think I think that that the listener will be intrigued by my father's voice, and, and you can hear the the clarity in Dad's spirit. You can it's very spirit. You can hear that in these recordings. Um, he had, you know, gone through some struggles in the early '80s with addiction, and he went through Betty Ford Center in the late in late '83, and he was he came out of Betty Ford, and he was totally focused in his life spirit, you know, and with his family, and, and that's the man I'm reminded of when I hear this, you know, hmm. so it's all there, and you can hear that in, in these recordings, that, that's what I believe people find most exciting, is, is the vibrance, you know, um, the integrity in that spirit, 
Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, I, I alluded to this earlier. His voice is, is very strong here and clearly having some fun when the song calls for it. Is there anything about the lyrical content in, in this era or the, the songs he chose to, to cover that uh, you think speaks to something about his spirit as well? Well, there's songs that he wrote that there's like I Came to Believe, which is such, such a beautiful song about his faith uh, that he actually wrote while he was in the Betty Ford Center. There's Baby Ride Easy, which uh, my sister Carlene brought to my parents. You can hear their spirit, you know, my mother and father singing together, and I think it's as good as Jackson. Um, you know, uh, I'm moving on the old Hank Snow song, right, uh, with uh, uh, my dad's uh, you know, duet with Waylon Jennings on the record. I mean, it's, it's exciting, it's moving, it's quick. Uh, but there's so much else here. I mean, there's great songs. Of, uh, of, of course, she's loved me a lot. Um, you, you know, we hear my dad, he's in spirit and then you know, you know sounded better than he ever did mm-hmm. and what a great song too. so I mean there's so much there there really is okay I, I have read uh, in in pieces previewing this release that uh, you've suggested that there might be uh, even more coming uh, wh- when you say there's other albums like this one that could come out at some point can you tell us anything about those at this point are they from the same vintage or you say there's a vault so that that seems to suggest there might be a lot of stuff in there yeah, there is more music. There's been a lot released already. The, the Johnny, the, the bootleg series uh, that came out, the personal file. Mm-hmm. Um, these were all things things that we found. Um, you know, and there's uh, the next bootleg series may contain more of these recordings that nobody's ever heard. That you know, that sort of tucked away. Um, so yeah, there is more music. Uh, there's there's a lot there. There's also stuff to add recorded for Truman. So. Uh, we're really excited to see it all come together. All right, excellent. Now, we've spent so much time talking about this record as we were, you know, meant to do, uh, and, and your and your parents. Uh, I would be rem- I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you what's coming up next for you. Well, I've been working with Loretta Lynn, uh, working on some music with her. I'm really excited about uh, the record that I've done with her. Actually, we've done five records, and uh, they're set in the can. It won't be long until some of those uh, start coming out one at a time, and... Uh, I'm doing some work with the Orbison Estate, um, and there's some, actually some old recordings that Roy did uh, that, that will be coming out pretty soon. Um, working with Alex and Roy Jr. and Wesley on that, uh, Roy's boys, and uh, I'm just, there's a lot that I'm doing, uh, independent records and whatnot. Um, you know, I have a novel out, uh, Lucas Rex, that I wrote. I'm excited about that. There's so much, you know, I, I'm just trying to stay creative. Yeah, you sound like you're very busy. These Loretta Lynn records you're talking about, uh, the, you yeah. say there's five of them are they all like a follow-up to the work she did with jack white or is he involved again well it's, it's more sort of like a life work oh. her daughter her daughter patsy i mean there's all kinds of music there's gospel records there's uh christmas records there's, she recut her hits there's uh, a, a record of new songs there's a record of standards i mean it's an amazing compilation. All right, well, that, well, that's excellent. That's great. You sound like you're, you're you've become a go-to guy when it comes to archival work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, once again, yeah. I, I want to let people know that once again, a new previously unknown Johnny Cash album called "Out Among the Stars" is out on March 25th via Legacy Recordings. And for more information, you can visit johnnycash.com or uh, johncartercash.com. Uh, John, before we go. Is it possible for you to choose a song from this uh, a new co- new release by your dad that we could hear? Yeah, definitely so. I, I personally would love to hear the single, which is She's Loved Me A Lot. Okay. Is there any, any particular reason that comes to mind other than the fact that it's a single? 
just it, it sort of exhibits the record of what's going on with, you know, I mean, the full picture of, of this music and the spirit of it all. Um, and Dad's voice is just so strong, and, and it's just a really cool song. It's unique. It's, uh, it shows the full spectrum of who Johnny Cash was. And what a blessing that this is there. All right, well, let's hear it. John Carter Cash, it's, uh, as I said earlier, tremendous uh, pleasure to speak with you. I wish you the best, and uh, thank you for your time. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. I saw her through the window today She was sitting in the Silver Spoon Cafe I started to keep going But something made me stop She used to love me a lot She looked lonely And I knew the cure Old memories would win her heart for sure I thought I'd walk on in And I'd give it my best shot She used to love me a lot I sat down beside her and she smiled She said, where have you been? It's been a while Glad to see me I could almost read her thoughts She used to love me a lot She used to love me With a love that wouldn't die Looking at her now I can't believe I said goodbye It would only take a minute To turn back the clock to love me a lot I remember how good it was back then And I said it's not too late to start again We could spend the night together Take up where we left off She used to love me a lot But I panicked as she turned to walk away As she went out the door I heard her say Yes, I'm in need of something But something you ain't got But I used to love you a lot I thought she loved me With a love that wouldn't die Looking at her now can't believe she said goodbye She just left me standing there I've never been so shocked She used to love me a lot She used to love me a lot She used to love me a lot Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K 
K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.